Hey guys, welcome to Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. Thank you for listening on any of the apps that you're listening to, whether it's Amazon Music, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we on Ollie's right now. Um, Whichever host that you're listening to, please leave a rating and a review if you have the time. I would really appreciate it. It will help this podcast go further and reach more people. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Tonight will be about forgiveness. And this was a prior um, live that I did, but the message is the same. The content is still the same. Keep God first and the rest will follow. I love you guys. Until next Tuesday, here's the episode. Hey guys, welcome to Testimony Tuesday with Queen Mo. I'm back again tonight going solo. And tonight we're going to talk about forgiveness. I had a whole nother different subject, but um, God led me elsewhere. So tonight we are going to talk about forgiveness. I just want to thank you guys for coming. If you're watching it on live or if you are watching it on repeat, Hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, thanks for tuning in. Just know that if you are catching it on repeat, still comment, still act like I'm here, you know, engage. I still go back and see the comments and um, get notifications when something is new. So welcome guys. Again, I believe this is episode four by myself. So let's say. Seven. This episode eight. <laughs> so thank you guys again for just sticking with me and watching. I want to say that just before we get everything started. And right now I'm just going to go into a prayer. Father God, Spirit of the Living God, I just thank you so much for introducing this series into my life, giving me a way to communicate and pour out to others as you pour so much into me, Father God. I just thank you for this opportunity and thank you for being here in health and me having health and strength and just mental capabilities to be here and do what it is that you call me to do, Father God. I ask that this message go out to who it needs to go out to. I pray for those. I want to send love and comfort and joy and enlightenment to those who are watching this and who need this message. And I just thank you guys so much and I thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hey, mom, you missed it last time. It's okay. You can watch it um, on replay. Um, I also started a Tuesday testimony channel on YouTube. So I will be um, going through and put like a little intro and outro so that um, people are able to share it with others and they're not on Facebook and I did start a Tuesday testimony page so this will be going live on Monique Myrick um personal page which is myself Myrick Climo you know that's what it is and then also there is a Tuesday testimony page so if anybody wants to give a testimony you can get at me on that page and um share one or if you want me to share one or you know got suggestions or anything like that but thank you so much for joining so tonight I'm going to speak on forgiveness because I'm on this journey. I don't know if um you guys caught the other one 
but just me and God and the Holy Spirit and just wanting to be whole so that um, the next assignment and the next calling he has on my life that I'm ready and I'm not letting fear, I'm not letting brokenness, I'm not letting other things hold me back for what he has for me and the work that I need to do for the kingdom and the work that I need to do for myself. So I have been on the spiritual journey now. I'm just really, really pouring into it um, the past three years. And um, just this last year, just with changing churches and listening to different pastors and things, he's just been pouring so much into me. So that's how I was able to do, to start this, um, because faith without work is dead. So this is the work that um, I'm doing on my assignment is to come you guys share um my testimony and other people's testimony and friends and family i'll definitely be having more people come on and then sometimes it'll just be me so tonight it is on forgiveness and what stuck out to me i can't remember which sermon hey susie how you doing shelly and i can't remember if it was a sermon or if it was one of the bible plans that i was reading and it was saying forgiveness um is not for it was a it was a sermon forgiveness is not for the other <laughs> looking like their teacher of the words forgiveness is not for the other person when you forgive somebody it's not really for them it's for you to be able to move on with your life and not walk around with bitterness and not walk around with resentment and not walk around with all these negative things hey ruby Goodbye, Eve. <laughs> How are you, love? <laughs> Forgiveness is, um, like I was saying, for the other person. Y'all tore me off, man. I'm so glad y'all are. I thought I was going to be on here by myself, like, beep, beep, beep. But I was going to get it done regardless. <laughs> so I just wanted that to be known. Like, forgiveness is not for the other person. Sometimes you can forgive people and they don't even have to know about it. You have to go ahead and forgive them in your heart so that you can move on. Um, because that bitterness, that resentment, that old stuff, that old baggage that you're carrying around. Amazing. Glad I can tune in. I'm so glad as well, Ruby. The old stuff that you're carrying around, it is going to affect the next chapter of your life, the next season of your life, you will miss out on your blessing because of old things that happen and not being able to forgive someone. And I just, I don't know about y'all, but I just don't want that to be me. I feel like what's in the past is the past and I'm ready to go ahead and move on. So I don't want to walk around with that brokenness because um, broke people attract broke people. <laughs> and <laughs> if you're walking around broken, that's what you're going to attract. If you're walking around whole, you're going to attract somebody who's whole. If they're not fully whole, they're trying to work on themselves. They have taken the first step to identify what's wrong with them. That's step one. Two is starting the work. Three is maintaining the work. You start the work and sometimes we get in good places. Hey, Sunny. <laughs> How are you, my love? You start the work. We were just having this conversation today. 
but you start to work on yourself and say you're in a good place and then here come this temptation that comes in you started working you think you're in a good place but now when you want to start something new that old behavior starts to happen that old doubt that old insecurity and it could be nothing wrong with this person this person can be whole this person could be ready to give you all the things that you have been wanting but you are not ready to receive it you thought you was ready but you're not ready to receive it because you have not forgiven those people that hurt you and so I just want to say this. We're all human. Hurt people, as Shelly said, hurt people hurt people. They don't know how to be whole. They don't know how to not be hurt because some people have been hurt their whole entire lives. And sometimes we're asking people to be capable of stuff that they're not capable of doing for themselves. So how can they do that for you? So... I look at it like this. If I'm going to move forward with my life and I have this old baggage that's holding me back, that old baggage is not thinking about you. They're not stopping nothing because of what they did to you. They might feel remorseful. They might feel guilty, but their life is not going to stop. But you're going to put your whole life on hold and potentially miss something good because of the old stuff that they did to you. Half the time, they don't even know all the stuff that they did to you. <laughs> so why? they didn't hold on to every little thing. They acted the way they wanted to act. It didn't work out. So it's like Jay-Z. On to the next, on, on to the next, on, on to the next. And you still sitting up here, can't get off the sideline. You can't get in the game because of what that person did. I'm going to stop my whole life and my whole blessing off what a hurt person did to me. No way. The devil is a whole lie. You get one life. Whether it's a parent, whether it was a friend, whether it was an ex, whether it was a co-worker, whether it was a church member, whoever it was, they're not going to stop this. I get one try at this life, one. And I ain't finna let nobody hold me back. If it don't matter in the next day or so, it's not worth your energy. Exactly. Because I, I can put money on it. They not think about what they did to you. They think about what they did to you. They probably did it to you and 10 other people. But your life is on hold because of what somehow somebody spoke to you what somebody said to you, what negative things that happened, whether it was abuse, hurt, whatever it was. Heal from that. Grow from that. So the forgiveness is not for the other person. Okay? Because half the time, the other person don't even remember what they did to you. The forgiveness is for you to recognize that this person hurt you. To identify that to do the work and then once you're doing the work still maintain that word still keep up positive vibes still keep the word in your life still keep positive people around you still stay in that light and move on but the forgiveness is really for you your heart can only take so much I'm not walking around with other people's burdens I'm not walking around with other people's stuff that they did to me the devil is a whole lie not gonna happen and if i feel it start to creep up in my spirit i rebuke that 
I reviewed that. So I'm going to back up what I said with the word as well. And then I'm going to give y'all a short story. So I found this in Matthew 18. The parable of the unmerciful servant. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who has sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servant. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay the master's order that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. Amen, sis. At this the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begs, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. This way it gets shady. <laughs> but when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. So let me let y'all catch this. He owed the first guy owed his master 10,000 bags of gold. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. A hundred versus his ten hundred. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, just like he fell to his knees and begged the master. Be patient with him and I will pay it back. But he refused. Now his servant just let him off, but he refused to let this other person go. This is why I tell y'all, everything that happens under the sun is in the Bible. People have no mercy for you, but they want all the mercy in the world for them. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. But when the other servants, we give forgiveness yet. You give forgiveness yet, you get forgiveness. True, true, true. So when the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. It's always somebody there to witness your foolishness. Just know that. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I cancel all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't, shouldn't you have had the same mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger... His master handled him, handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. 
This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. Says the Lord of hosts. Amen. So, I'm going to give y'all my little tidbit on forgiveness. Hey, sis. Hey, Audrey. You have to forgive people that you that have never asked for forgiveness. Forgiveness frees you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's some people that hurt you. They don't even know that they hurt you. Don't even know that they hurt you. Or could care less that they did. Care less that they hurt you. It's not a thought in their mind. But we in our subconscious, in our mind, we walk around with everything that everybody done did. And you have this bitterness. And you have this hateful. And you have this gripe in your heart. For these people. That really, that's just who they are to the core. That that's how they're going to be. So the forgiveness is really for you. To let it go. So that you can now open your heart instead of closing it to the blessings God has for you. To help other people that's going through what you went through that you can be the light to them. So the forgiveness has nothing at all to do with the other person and everything for you. Thank you, sis. Thank you, sis. So here's my thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of nervous to share this testimony, but I'm going to go ahead and get it out there, you know, for the kingdom, for the kingdom, because, you know, when the Holy Spirit take over, it's just going to let you stay what he wants you to stay anyway. So I'm driving in my car and I'm feeling good. I'm like, you know, Lord, I don't forgave everybody that wronged me. Like, I'm on a road. You can go ahead and start, you know, leveling me up like I'm ready for this next phase in my life. So I was like, you know, I forgave this person, gave that person, and I'm pulling out of the parking lot. And God said, but you didn't forgive him. And I looked, and I just wanted to cry, but I was driving because I knew it was nobody but the Holy Spirit saying, you don't forgive everybody around you, but it's been 11 years, and you have not forgiven him. Him being um, our little cousin, her name is Derica, and um, she passed away when she was 18. I was planning um, with my grandmother and my mom her going away party to college, her graduation party, and her birthday. Um, or maybe her birthday happened after if my memory is a little foggy with the birthday part, but I know it was July 2008. And we were planning all this and she was riding with her significant other and don't know all the details, but I blame him for it. Um, now talking to him, I'm not gonna say all the um, ins and out of it because he's dealing with it and it's still bothering him and so I would never want to um, open up another wound or do anything to um, mess up his journey onto wholeness so um, I'll just say that so I blamed him 
I blamed him in my mind. I blamed him in my body. I blamed him in my soul. I had a deep hate for him. Deep, deep hate. Deep, deep hate. If I could have. If I could have heard him, I would have. Mind you, this was... I think I was like 24, 25, Monique. So she still hadn't got too chill yet. She still didn't really have no filter. She still was very much threatening people's lives <laughs> on a daily basis uh, when she felt disrespected. So that person was always at the top of my list because in my mind, you took my cousin, that old Mo, period, <laughs> that old Mo, in that mind, you took my cousin from me. Um, it was a car accident. She died at the scene. Um, there was no go see her at the hospital. There was no closure. It was one day she was here, the next day she was gone. And so, um, I blamed him and I hated him for years. And, um, so when God came to me, it was like, how are you up here patting yourself on the back? And you don't forgave all these people. And every time you look at this man, you want to run him over. You want to hit him. You want to jump out your car and just beat him up and just <laughs> hide the license plate so nobody can see. Like, I wanted to do all these things. Never did it. But um, I had to forgive him. So I wrote him a letter because... I still was not fully, um, I wasn't too convinced that I could give him the forgiveness that he needed because from reading the Bible and drawing closer to God and putting the word in my life more, um, God just opened up that level in my heart to let me know that it was not his fault because that man did not have an did not have a heaven or hell to put my cousin in. And when it's, when it was her time to go, it was her time to go. He wanted her. He called her home. And um, before I really got into being saved and before I really got into just giving my life completely to God, I didn't understand it. Death to me was like a punishment, like a sentence. It was so final. It was so brutal. And um, just now being on the other side, of um, my faith and the Holy Spirit and being in God. Thank God we changed. People are now saying, don't act like that. <laughs> don't act like that, ma'am. <laughs> and uh, me having a child, I think that helped a lot. I was a mother at the time, praise God, because um, I loved my cousin. I loved my cousin like that was my little sister. She was just like my light. She always had something good to say. Um, always very shy, very timid, and I loved her. I still love her today, and I'm sure you know everybody knows. So, to me, that was like he took a piece of my heart. I did not um, sleep for a whole month. I would cry in my sleep. My mom moved in with me um, during that time because she was nervous for me that I was just not pulling through the way I needed to. And um, 
it was really, really difficult. It was really, really hard. And so now being on the other side and just God opening that up to me, like, you didn't forgive him. Like, who are you? Like, who do you think you are to, like, persecute this man, to try him, to be the judge, jury, and everything? You were not in the car. You don't know what happened. You're taking this personal, and this was my work. And so um, I went home and I prayed that day and I released it on my heart and I wrote a letter to him and um, I apologized and um, I didn't go into how much detail I hated him. I didn't even know he knew how great it was, (laughs) Uh, the hate was. And um, I apologized and I said, well, here's my number. And whenever you, if you ever even want to, transparency is bringing healing to not only you but to others that may be experiencing those blessings too thank you so much sis thank you so much that that's the whole purpose of it (laughs) even though i gotta put myself out there it ain't fun but you know hey so um i um wrote him a letter and it took like a week or two my ponytail's doing some crazy stuff don't mind it i say forgiveness but really don't You can say you forgive, but you really don't until you release it in your heart and give it to God. Exactly. And that's exactly what I had to do. Um, I had to go home and I had to pray on it and release it. And my way of releasing a lot of stuff is writing and through a journal or writing somebody a letter. So that's why I always suggest that. Write that person a letter, even if you never mailed that letter out. Get it out of you. So I wrote him a letter on a nice little um, card and I said, if you ever want to hear it in person, um, that I forgive you because you're owed that um, to hear it in person as well. Because I feel like um, some things we just gotta say in person and we can't take the coward way out and, and text what well, I look at as coward way. I'm sorry, it could be totally different for somebody else, but me, I'm more like one-on-one. I would rather be eyeball to eyeball with you. That's the way I was raised to you know, stand up and, and not be a coward about something. If you said it, then you meant it. And, and that's what it is. And you got to stand by it and stick to it. So I felt that I owed him that one-on-one, if that's what he so desired. Because at this point, he did not have to have any words with me. And I would have totally respected that as well. Um, but he said, uh, yes. And then we text back and forth. And for some reason, like a week or two, we couldn't. Um, we wasn't able to uh, see each other. And then when we finally, that day came, I was so happy and I was so joyous. Like, I'm going to be able, great, to tell him. And um, forgive me, it's just, it's a lot. It's an emotional story. So we um, met up and I'm trying to leave stuff out so that, um, like I said, he's not affected by it. I just want to give it from my point of view and not to bash him or not to um, put anything on him. Um, He has a great burden of his own and I pray for him um, that he's able to to feel good again and to just feel human again. And so um, my heart goes out to him. So when I met him, 
he was literally like almost in tears. And um, anybody knows me, you know, I'm not a hugger. I don't like to be touched. I don't like to do that. But I have been working in the church um, and God had been working on healing me with having me be a greeter and greeting people as they came into the church and um, giving out hugs and things, which that was a whole nother thing, but I got over it. So when I saw him and just the physical, just physically seeing that he was bothered by it, um, I was like, can I give you a hug? And he was like, yeah. And um, so we hugged and we went somewhere private and we talked and he said, you know, I know that, um, I know that God had to be using you and, um, this is the work of the Lord because you hate me. He said, every time I saw you, I could see the hate on you. I could feel the hate on you. I know you hated me. And I said, I did. I really did. I said, and I was so wrong for it because there was no you didn't have control over what happened that night. I'm pretty sure if you had a choice, you would have chose yourself over her. And um, it just was not for you to call. It was not for me to call. It was not for her to call. God has the final say in everything. He's king of all kings and lord of all lords. So if he called Derek home, then it was time for her to go home. And... Um, he still had her picture in his wallet. When we had this conversation, it had been 11 years after her death. And I was telling him, you know, what God put on my heart. And I was like, you know, I'm just running around forgiving people. And I'm so sorry it took me this long to forgive you. And he said, I never knew that I needed to have this release um, from you. Like he didn't, he didn't know that, um, he didn't know that he needed me to say it. And I think maybe he never thought that he would get it. And, um, I felt even worse cause I'm like, I could have did this way a long time ago. And poor thing. Um, this is what he's been walking around with. And I'm walking around like, I'm like Mother Teresa on this soapbox and just higher than all that. And I'm still holding him accountable um, for something that he had no control over. And um, I just pray for him and I pray for his family. And I told him I wanted him to be happy. And I really did. My heart really went out to him because he was still holding a picture. And I was like, you, you're not going to find that type of you're not going to find her again because she's gone but I want you to release yourself because you guys were teenagers at the time and now you're a grown man you're you're a king you're you're in your 30s she was a girl when she passed so you need to find like a queen like a woman and you're holding on and in love with this memory of this person this beautiful person but it's just not, it's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Even if you found someone that looked like her, she would not be that person. You know, you can, it's just like us with women. You can, you had a, a fine ex and you're going to go find another fine ex, but he's not that person. Like everybody's different. Everybody's made different. So I wanted him to see that 
he's a grown man now. So now you need like a grown woman and now your needs are different. And, you know, maybe if she was alive, they would have grown together. I'm sure they would have been together for a long time, but that's just not what God had um, in the plans for them. And so um, my heart just goes out that he really heals and um, find the woman for him. And, and he can start to begin his life because it really feels like his life has been on pause for 18 years, whatever his dreams, whatever his goals, whatever his aspirations were before that night is in a time capsule. Like it's literally, it, it's just been bottled up for 11 years. So um, I pray that he would... Um, that he would, I can't go back too much because he was down. I pray that he would find closure with that. Oh, you gonna hug me down? <laughs> I'll hug you too, sis. <laughs> I'll jump on your back. So um, that's my story tonight on forgiveness, guys. As much as I can tell without telling too much and <laughs> without crying <laughs> and being able to get through it. And so, like always, I, I want to back it up with the word. Thank you for this live Bible study. <laughs> You're so welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> it feels like a Bible study, right? But, um, and I'm new to Bible studies. I just started Bible studies um, this year. <laughs> but I really do... Um, I don't want to come on and just give you guys my experiences. I want you really to, to go back through the Bible and back it up. I want you to smile. <laughs> Thank you, sis. <laughs> but I want you guys to, um, new believers and, and backsliders, because honey, Lord knows, I, honey, I was on that fence for so long, backsliding. Backsliders, um, go in and go back to that word. Get there. Start your healing process. Um, I'm definitely on my journey to holiness. Lord knows I know my value now. Praise God. I know that I'm a queen. And I know that, you know, he's going to send me a king. But, um, baby, I want to be whole. I don't, I, don't, I don't want no brokenness. I don't want no, um, I'm not going to be somebody's life coach. I don't need a fixer-upper. I really don't want all that in my life. Tried it. Good on it. Mm -mm -mm. Not for me. So I definitely want to be whole and feel whole. And my God, guys, like, God just fills me up. Like, he just fills me up. He fills my voice. He gives me my joy. He gives me my strength. I was so tired today, but it's like I get so pumped when I know now I'm about to do Tuesday testimony, man. The devil comes up against me every kind of way, every kind of way on Tuesday, every kind of way. But I told him, I already told him, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter, baby. I'll be on here every Tuesday, every conversation I have. The Lord will get his glory. He'll get his praise. His light will shine through me. I will be his vessel until my last breath. So bring it every Tuesday, devil bring it i'm ready i already know i want you to be nervous every time my feet hits the ground because that's what i'm here for so i wanted to share that with you guys i hope that this helps you i hope that 
if it's not you, if it's a loved one that you speak with, if it's your friend, introduce that in, introduce that forgiveness, introduce that that other realm because God has so much more for us. Um, but we can't get to that other level if we're walking around, if we're walking around holding this bitterness from these broken people. We don't need to be broken. It's a choice. Are you going to stay down? Or are you going to get up? I know me. I'm going to be the head and not the tail. I'm going to be above and not beneath. Why? Because I belong to the kingdom. My God is a king. Them strobe lights come on when it's Tuesday. And that's the Holy Ghost part. Come on. Come on. Come on, sis. You already know. So I already know what it is. The trick of the enemy, but um, I definitely like to back it up with the word. So this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brothers and your sisters from your heart. So forgive, forgive, forgive. You can tell those people in person. You can tell them in a the letter. Tell them in a the text message. Honey, if you got to tell them in a the text message, I forgive you for the foolishness that you did and the foolishness that you're trying to put. What is going on? The foolishness that you're trying to put me through. I'm going to go ahead and forgive you. And you get on your knees and you pray to God that night. And you block that person if you got to. Block them. Block them. I am the queen of block. I said what I had to say. You said what you had to say. Let's go ahead and block this song now. And keep it pushing. Because everybody does not deserve access to you from my cousin. I love that that she gave you, Trinette. And um, just keep it moving. Forgive those people. In your heart, with your heart, forgiveness might come up again, guys. Just because you forgave them on Monday, something else could have happened on Thursday. And you like, you know what? I just remember such and such did such and such to me. Forgive them again. Forgive them again. Whatever you need to do, whatever you need to tell yourself, forgive them. Don't let anybody have that much control and that much power over your life, over your heart, over your mind over your spirit, over your body. Nobody deserves that much power to stop you and whatever's in front of you. We must forgive. I am darling with this issue that forgiveness must be done, but challenging. Exactly. It definitely is as challenging. It's not easy. Working on yourself is not easy. Personal development is not easy. It's an everyday thing, but it's a choice. You have to choose to forgive those people and keep, keep it going. Keep your light shining. Keep it going because you can't get to all the things that God has for you. You can't get to that person that you see that you are five, ten years down the line. You can't get to be that awesome person by holding on to stuff. From the past. The past is the past that happened. They said this. They did this. Now what? Now what? You gonna stop your whole life? We got one life. So you gonna see here for, for 20, 30 something years saying, well, this person did that to me, so I'm just gonna stop everything. No. No. They did this. I was hurt. I'm gonna be healed. I'm gonna be okay. And I'm going to keep going. What the Bible says, he will bless you in front of your enemies. The next time they see you, all they can say is congratulations. 
the next time they see you, all they can say is, oh, you, you did good. Oh, you looking good. Oh, everybody told me you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would be a fool to sit up here and let whatever it is that you did stop what God has for me. No, sir. No, ma'am. Not going to do it. So the forgiveness is for you guys. It's not for those people. But even with my short story, I never knew that my forgiveness was for me and for him. He didn't know it either. You don't know until you try it. Don't let your pride, don't let other people stop you from doing what you know is right in your heart. Don't sit up and listen to people. I wouldn't have said a thing because because you know why? Them same negative people be in the same negative spot. And ain't moving and ain't progressing because you haven't learned. In life, you're going to take L. You take that L, you take your lesson, you get back up and you try it again or you move on. It is what it is. So thank you guys so much for watching. I love you. I will be back next Tuesday. Thank you so much. I love you so much. Keep God first and the rest will follow. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye, Shelly. Bye, TG. Bye, Patricia. Thank you for coming. Andrea, thank you for coming. Thank you, Ruby, for coming. And anyone else? Sade, my girl. Thank you so much. Shelly, I love you, sis. If you guys have any questions, make a decision to forgive quickly. Don't allow bitterness to set in. Exactly. You let that bitterness set in, and you in a whole nother ball game. You in a whole nother ball game. Bye, guys. Love you. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I did want to let you guys know I will be looking for praise reports if anybody wants to give a praise report, especially if you're on the Facebook Tuesday Testimony with Queen Mo. Leave your comments or send me a messenger. If not, you can send an email to Tuesday testimony podcast at gmail and send us in any testimonies and let us know if you would like to be featured on the show to give your own testimony we would love and appreciate it thank you guys so much keep god first and the rest will follow i love you